Hi everyone, you're listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine Romo, aka The Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha Espinosa Wynn. Hi everyone. Hey. Um, we are talking about an underrated travel destination. Yes, our season three underrated travel. Yes. And what are we talking about? We are talking about the lovely, the beautiful, the enchanting <laughs> Montenegro. <laughs> Montenegro. Country of Montenegro, yes. Yes, Montenegro. Black Mountain. Mm-hmm. Black Mountain. There we that go. That I do know. That you do know. Um, Just kidding. I know Spanish, guys. <laughs> Yeah, so I I had the pleasure of going there back in the summer of 2017. Yeah, so two years ago. Just about, yeah. Yeah. No, it's been two years. Yeah, because you said the summer and it's already... Oh, is it already summer? I mean, mean, it's always summertime here. (laughs) True. I, I mean, I was there like, I don't know if it was, it was probably like July-ish or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but... Um, super fun? Super fun. So that was during my 10-week European... Your blonde phase? My blonde phase? Was, oh, was I blonde then? I feel like you were blonde. No, I had dyed my hair right before that. I was back to being brunette. Oh, I thought it was a blonde phase. And no, that was late 2016. Oh, you're right. You and then are a brunette. I was a brunette there. Yes. So, I like, literally died right before. Yeah. So um, where is Montenegro? <laughs> Montenegro <laughs> is um, so Our, it's on the coast of the Adriatic Sea. Okay, don't know where the Adriatic Sea is. It is, so if you know where Italy is, uh-huh. there are two, it's, you know, the boot, right? Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. So there's just like, you know, all this sea around. There's the Mediterranean Sea. Um, the Adriatic Sea is, it would, so if you know where Italy is, yes. and you know where Greece is, Kind of, but I can't picture it in relation to Italy right now. So, okay. So it's on the east side of Italy. Okay. So it's on the east side of Italy and it's on the border of the sea. It's, it's a border country to the sea. Yes. Yes. It's not landlocked. It's not landlocked. Um, it does have some sea. And it's in between what countries? It's in between um, Bosnia and Albania. Mm, don't know oh, where they are. And also Serbia and Kosovo. Don't know where those are. But that's east. I know that's, that's Eastern east. Europe. That is definitely... So Croatia, Bosnia, um, Albania, and Montenegro, that's all considered the Balkans. Um, hmm. I don't know if you would... What are Balkans? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but they're considered the Balkans. <laughs> okay. That's what they're considered. Um, so uh, a little bit further. So the countries east of the Balkans is Eastern Europe. Yes. I Because I don't know if you would consider, because I don't know, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, Eastern Europe and then European 
people will correct me and they're like, oh, well, that's the Balkans. It's not even that far east. I'm like, oh, you're all kicking. All right, whatever. So I don't know if like, I don't know if Serbia is considered Eastern Europe. Like, I don't know. Because I don't think you would, you wouldn't consider Greece your Eastern Europe. But that's because that's low. Well, I mean, it's still east of but all that. But it's south. Southeast? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But anyway. yeah, like Bulgaria, Romania, Ukraine, like I guess that's all Eastern. Okay. So they're not that close. Um, I mean, they're not super close, but you could get there. You just go through. Well, Serbia is right next to Bulgaria. I guess it just depends on where you want to go. Okay. Well, um, I guess there it's okay. So Montenegro is in the Balkans. Yes. And some people think it's Eastern Europe, but it's not super East. It is East. Exactly. But it's not yeah. considered Eastern Europe. I guess. I mean, what is cons- like how far what, whatever your you yeah <laughs> whatever your heart tells you then that is but it. definitely balkans yeah definitely it, yeah it's part of the balkans and well that's new i didn't know anything about the balkans yeah and now you know yeah. uh, well you know a little bit more i mean i don't know everything yeah and we're here to learn people we are yes okay so let's get back to montenegro um it is our underrated travel which means that it's somewhere that you should look into um it it should be up for consideration i guess so maybe it won't win the oscar but it (laughs) should be a contender it should at least be contemplated I think so. Like if you're considering, so I mean, I went on like this, I I, like visited, I don't know, like 16 or 17 countries within 10 weeks. So it, you know, I I visited a lot. Um, So that was going to be one of them. And I just being there and because I had heard about it, I knew it was underrated. I knew it was like, you know, people kind of, Compared it to Croatia, but like a more affordable Croatia. Not that Croatia. I don't think Croatia is very expensive. But then you ask a backpacker and they're like, oh, yeah, Croatia. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's because like you go to Bosnia and you could buy a beer for 50 cents. And then you go to Croatia and it's $3. I (laughs) love food from Bosnia. One of Brian's coworkers. He's from Bosnia and he'll go visit like every, I don't know when, but his family, you know, goes back and forth Um, and he'll bring us like food sometimes. So we'll get like sausage and it's so freaking good and delicious. Like the, like the cured. Yeah. Yeah. And then even like, um, like uh, pate, he'll bring us some Bosnian pate and we'll put it, we'll put on the sandwiches Mm. instead of like mayonnaise. But Uh yeah, no, the, the, the food that, we've had from there that he's brought us has been really delicious oh i love it i i really liked bosnia i was only in one city but um i really like their coffee and i am not coffee like a big coffee person Mm -hmm. i do i love the smell of coffee yeah and i do like tasting it but i'm not like dependent but their coffee's really good side note so bosnia maybe for another time right yeah i think we should do that Mm -hmm. next time mental note um so I, I think Montenegro is definitely somewhere people should be, 
you know, considering, considering. yeah, especially because, okay, so people kind of compare it to Croatia, Mm -hmm. but there's more and more people going to Croatia. Croatia is getting more packed. Um, and it can get more expensive. It, it is, you know, it's an expensive country in relation to all the surrounding com- countries. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I was a baller in Bosnia. I was a Bosnian baller. Um, and then in Croatia, you just, you could see the difference, but it's not, I don't think it's an expensive country. But the more people are coming, things are going to get more expensive. There's only like so much land and so many accommodations and stuff like that. So um, if you're looking like you kind of like that Croatian vibe, you know, the, you know, maybe you want to do a little boat excursion. You want to be next to the sea. You like that architecture. You want to do those similar type of activities, but maybe don't want to be around a bunch of people. Um, consider Montenegro because so I, I during that same trip I visited Croatia and I was in Montenegro as well Montenegro had a lot less people mm-hmm. there weren't as many tourists and it was easier to walk around I went to Croatia I went to one of the national parks and it was, full as fuck. It was so full so I got there in the morning and then by like 12 one o'clock it was just at the point where you couldn't even move and you had to, so it's like, it's a uh, Plavica lakes. So it, it's all like lakes and waterfalls. There's like water everywhere. Um, and so you walk on like these platforms or like whatever, like there's no railing. Mm-hmm. You could easily like with all those people, like bump into each other and then fall into, I mean, I would think it's cold water. <laughs> Um, and I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> I, I didn't see anything like that happen, but I feel like that could happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's a lot less crowded. Um, it's cheaper. It's a bit more untouched. I would say if, you know, there's, there's less tourism. Um, and there's just like, there's so much that you could do there. So I um, will definitely link this blog post in our show notes. Yes, Janine has a blog post. I have a blog post. For Montenegro. So it's the top 10 things to do in Montenegro. Um, And we'll link that at the end and it'll be in the show notes so that you guys can get a more detailed and in-depth look and see pictures because everyone loves pictures. Pictures are pretty. And um, the viewpoints in Montenegro are stunning. You're just like, you'll be like, there's this fortress, a really pretty fortress in the um, in the city of Kotor, and I stayed in the old town there. And so you just like climb up to you don't climb; it's like stairs, but you know people call it hiking. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an excursion, and I was there in the summer, so it was really hot. So you definitely want to take like a liter of water. Um, you just you hike up there, and there's just like the most beautiful viewpoints. Like you just starting off and once you get like a little bit higher where you're actually like above all of those like um terracotta rooftops Mm -hmm. just that view alone looks beautiful and then you just go higher and higher and you see like you know you see the bay of couture and all the boats there and it's just i thought it was a really like just views for days picnic there 
Could you have? Yeah. I mean, I took like food in my backpack, like little snacks and stuff like okay. that. Um, I, I mean, didn't know if can. it was like big enough to have like a sip down. There's, you know? yeah. You could like, if you bring like a blanket, cause it's like, it's all like, it's like fortress ruins. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like very like rocky and there's not like, there's no like grass to sit on, but you could definitely do that. And then there's people who like sell like water and beer along the way. Oh. So, um, yeah, you could always pick up some beer or water Yeah, or, or you know, or both or soda. How was the beer there? Um, the beer. Yeah. I, I drink one of their local beer or drink a couple of local beers. I feel like I drink a lot of beer in that area. Um, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was, I'm not a beer, like a big beer person, but it was like, I drank it. Okay. It wasn't like hard. It wasn't hard. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if that was just their, like whatever their light beer is or whatever. I I don't remember the name or anything about it, but, um, you had the local stuff and it was, yeah, it it was good. It was no, no complaints. They also have, um, uh, I guess it's like the rakia. Um, rakia is, it's a, is it a liqueur? But it's popular. Like some of those countries will will have those. So I had that in Serbia, and then they also had it in Montenegro. And I know that Bulgaria has like their own as well. Um. Yeah, I think it's a liqueur. And so I also had that. So I stayed at a hostel that was kind of like a party. It kind of was like a party hostel. Yeah, that would be an accurate way of describing it. Um, So they they were like playing this game and like there was rakia and beer. And the rakia was really good. But um, the fortress in Kotor is, is, you know, somewhere is is really beautiful it's beautiful to look at you just you feel like you're staying like in the old old town couture you just feel like you're staying in like a castle like you feel like it's just like medieval very um i don't know like you just feel like you're transported in time for a second and then you're like oh all right let's go get something to eat now let's go get some beers but um, Kotor is the place that I actually stayed in there. And then I, I did a tour to northern Montenegro, which I'll talk about. But um, there's a bunch of places to, to stay at. Um, I know Budva is one of them. Um, and that is also on the coast. So what I had did was from Serbia, I took this overnight train and the train, I think it's a total of 14 hours. I got off on like two stops before um, the end. So it wasn't the full 14 hours. Um, it, it connects from Belgrade, Serbia to Bar, Montenegro. And you ended in Bar, Montenegro. I know. I, I got off two stops before in, oh, okay. I'm going to try to pronounce it. And I've always had trouble with this. Pod, Podgorica? But no, that is not the way you say it. Um, <laughs> but I got off there, and then I took a bus to, to Kotor. Okay, and that was the coast? That's the coast, Did yeah. Did you prefer the coast over the northern part? Or um, which one did you? 
I liked, well, I liked staying on the coast just because it was near the ocean. But like when we did, like it was like a full day tour. We started in the morning and then we didn't get back until like 9 or 10 p.m. at night. Like it was already dark when we got back. So it was pretty late. Um, I just liked that. Uh, there was just like different views everywhere. Like we went to like very like mountainish area. Um, let's see. Any museums? Um, there probably are. But you didn't I, go I, to I didn't go to any museums. No, I. Um, so I did the fortress hike, St. John's Fortress. So if since you were on the coast, did you mm -hmm. hit up the beaches at all? Yes. Yay. So, um, you're a beach girl. I'm a beach girl. I, well, I like hung out at the beach. I didn't even, I don't even think I swam or anything. It was just, it was a nice, like, I think we all, um, like the people from the hostel, we, we all ate on the beach. We, um, got food like catered to us mm -hmm. and then we, we had food on the beach. Um, what's nice about staying in Couture is that you, are like there's just so many because it's kind of like a bigger city there's like so many opportunities for like day excursions there's a lot of like boat trips oh, okay you could do like a sunset boat ride you could do like a day thing you could um just like a lot of beach type stuff but also like the the day trip that I did to northern Montenegro um I was gonna do a boat tour and I didn't end up doing it um because there was, I think it's because I chose the, the, um, to do the Northern Montenegro tour over it. And then I also just wanted to do like sightseeing within the city. So, um, the biggest thing that I really want to do was the, uh, the fortress within the city. Um, and so on that Northern Montenegro tour, we stopped at a bunch of places like along the way. So this wasn't even, <laughs> this was just like on the road. We went to, um, we got the view of Parast and Our Lady of the Rocks. So there's like this story about Our Lady of the Rocks. It's a man-made island and, uh, there's like this legend that, Years ago, some local seamen found a rock with a painting of a seamen. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> okay, so sorry, seamen. <laughs> seamen. Yes. Uh, they found a rock with a painting of a Madonna and child, and um, so they had laid down or they had laid down a rock after every successful voyage. So like within this area. So when all those rocks kind of came about, it eventually became an island. Again, this is a legend. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they, then later on, a church was, they decided to make it. They didn't decide. I think it was just decided that there was going to be a church built on it. And um, yeah, so it's, it's a really pretty church. I didn't actually go to it. We just got the view of it, but you could take like a boat over there. Um, and it's right there on the Bay of Couture. It's, it's not too far from the actual like Couture old, old town city. Um, so that was one of our stops. And then we also went to this other area that was really cool called um, Terra 
river bridge and you could do zip lining there. Oh, that's fun. Did I do zip lining? No. no, I did not. But um, I hung out, um, walked around a little bit. I think I saw people do zip lining and then I just wanted to get like a beer at um, it was one hot. of the restaurants. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> and okay, like beer is the same price as water. So I'm going to drink beer. Um, and I met Makes this sense. Australian girl and I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting a beer. Cause like, it's the same price as water. And she's like, oh, like, I love you. Like you're so on track with me right now. <laughs> she's like, yes, <laughs> yes. We <laughs> one mine, one mine. Um, and she was really sweet. And so we had hung out during the tour and, um, yeah, we were just sitting there. Like it was right, like on the, I guess on the ledge, like there's pretty much like a cliff right there but there's all railings it's it's super safe but you just get like these really beautiful views um and the the bridge is really pretty bridge it's like it kind of reminds me of i don't know the proper name for the bridge but it's suicide bridge in pasadena oh yeah colorado boulevard bridge i don't i don't know either um it's a really beautiful bridge. What is the Huge. bridge called? This one is Terra River Bridge. Terra River. Because it's probably under I think Terra the Terra <laughs> River is right underneath it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this is a really picturesque spot. I don't think like that wasn't somewhere like I would have thought of going to. It was somewhere that was on the tour, but it ended up being a, a nice like chill spot. And that's always good when you travel to just kind of be like open to wherever. Yeah, it, it was cool because, you know, when you're traveling by yourself and you want to go to certain places, but you're like, OK, well, how am I going to get there? Like most of the time, it's not going to make sense to. Well, it just kind of depends on where, but like it maybe it doesn't make sense to rent a car for just yourself yeah. or, you know, this tour, I want to say it was like 30 euro for the entire day. Oh, that's really good. So yeah, to like go like, you know, to a whole different part of the country and see things and have transportation. Yeah. You had like everything for sure. It was all transportation. I don't think it included any mills. No, those we usually don't. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a given that, the tours don't include meals and when they do it's kind of like hey yeah it's like an extra and like we went to like cool places like we um we went to restaurants and like you said montenegro is really affordable right yeah so hey hey you could be a bala um the one of the favorite one of my favorite places that we went to on the tour was dormitor national park was that national park filled with people to the brim (laughs) <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, there were people there for sure. Like, I'm going to show you this picture. But like, I mean, you could see people in it. But like, that's. Yeah. And we like swam in that lake. Oh, you see it. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there there was not a lot of people at all. We went swimming for a little bit. We walked around. And then like, there were people like, as you're like, so you go through the entrance and then um, 
you walk down like this pathway and there's, you know, beautiful trees on, on both sides. And then, um, they have like a few vendor stands Mm -hmm. and they're selling stuff. And a lot of them were selling like homemade wines and homemade like liqueurs. Mm -hmm. It was all like cherry liqueur, cherry wine, stuff made out of like peaches and honey. That was really cool. Um, got to sample some. And then one of the girls got like this cherry, stuff and um it was nice it was nice it was it was really good did you get a good buzz i don't know i don't think i did uh, but I it was tasty it was very tasty yes okay yes. uh so yeah this uh, like i was here in the summer so it was very it was very hot the lake was the lake was like a nice temperature it wasn't like super cold but it was not like warm Mm -hmm. um it was nice and then i guess like in the winter this like gets covered in snow yeah um so yeah i want to say okay so i had wrote down the park is made of mountains lakes and hiking trails and in the winter it's a ski resort Hmm. so i guess certain parts of of it like is skiable Um, and then, so the last, yeah, I think this was the last stop on our, (laughs) he looks so distracted. No, because I have a big window in my uh, dining area and my husband is out there with my brother-in-law and I have no idea what they're doing. It looks like they're going to shake an already opened bottle of ginger beer. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm waiting for them to just spill it. So sorry about that. (laughs) Um, the last stop of our tour was the Ostrog Monastery. And so it's a Serbian Orthodox monastery, um, on a cliff and... What religion is that? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Just because you said Orthodox, I always think Judaism, but they can be Orthodox Catholics. There's, yeah. Christians, right? So... <laughs> I don't exactly know what orthodox means. I don't know. But I'm just like, when I hear I always, orthodox, I just think like, oh, they're like hardcore. Like yeah, whatever. they're like old school is what I think. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But they, um, I want to say you went some to a form monastery. of Christianity because there was like Jesus stuff there. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not like, I'm obviously not like a big like on religion but i am definitely like open to it and every time i travel like i love like visiting churches because they're so beautiful Mm -hmm. um and i'm just like they're the most pretty they are temples like all those like i like i just want to see them all i love architecture so you know churches are usually they they go all out yeah um especially like old ones but anyway, uh, it's this really cool monastery and it's like built into the rocks, like on a cliff overlooking like this beautiful valley and um, there's like legend that like some guy had healing powers and he wanted to create this Jesus. monastery. No, no, no. It's not Jesus. He, okay. So he's like a, like, oh, St. Basil is his name. St. Basil. Yeah, yeah, um, 
And okay, so his body is there and his body isn't like decomposed like like a like a body would. So I don't know how long like I don't know when he died, but his body's still there. It's like covered. Uh-huh. But there's nothing like like I don't know if it's like some sort of like not a cloth, like it's something like there's something over him. So you can't see the body. You can't see the body, but it's like right there. Allegedly. Like you could yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people will go like up. So me and my friend, we went up and the guy was like, Oh, kiss kiss him. <laughs> no, Everyone was like, No. And I think I just like went up and then like left. Wait, he wasn't like in a box or anything? He was in yeah, but it was like an like an open casket type thing. Like there was nothing covering him. Him up oh, there's the, the cloth or whatever, like you can't see the body, but it's the shape like it's the body. And it's open air, like... Yeah. Oh, that's weird, because it would smell. Well, that's why I was saying it didn't decompose like a body. And that's, that's, you know, the healing power thing. Oh, I don't know. I know. I have to look into this. Look into it. It's really, like... I'm going to go. Do you think they'd arrest me if I pulled off the sheet? I don't know. I, like, I wouldn't want to do anything bad in, like, countries where I don't know their language. Oh, what do they speak there? I mean, a lot of people, well, no, they speak uh, Montenegrin. I don't know. what. I have to find Yeah, you, you look that up. I'm going to um, Google. Keep talking about like, English is, I mean, English was somewhat widely spoken in Couture. I, I don't know how, how I'm sure it's, it's not going to be everywhere, but... Um, yeah, this guy had healing powers, and so... Huh, you are right. Montenegrin? Montenegrin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. So the official language is Montenegrin, and then the minority languages are Albanian, Bosnian, and Croatian. And um, sign language is Yugoslav. Sign language. Oh, yeah. Former Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Um, so from, uh, from what I know or mm-hmm. what I was told is Montenegrin, Croatian and Serbian could sound a bit similar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they could kind of talk, talk, talks, talk amongst each other and still like kind of get it. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, there, the, this monastery um so this guy had healing powers like these miraculous things would happen and um so there's people who do this uh like a pilgrimage they will walk up to this monastery and it's on a cliff it's it's way high up in the mountains so they walk there and so you'll see like when we got there so we parked and we're walking up and there's people like sleeping on like these like little mattresses. They have blankets. There's like there's just a bunch of people everywhere. So there's people who will come like in their wheelchairs, like work with canes or they have some sort of like disability or, you know, because he was a disease. Healer. Yeah, whatever it is. And um, they come to be healed. And uh I don't know what to make of it, but that is the, that is the story. That is the legend. And they still come to, to this day. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what happens, but 
but the church itself is supposed to be like special because uh, there was a grenade thrown at it and you could still see it in the church and it never exploded, which could mean it's a dud, but it's literally still there. Oh, great. I don't know if they did remove it and then like detonated it or whatever and then put it back in for, for you know, the show of it <laughs> or what the deal is. But that is the story. Oh, but it, it survived numerous wars. Well, um, well, yeah. So I, I mean, that was like the, the end of, of my tour and we got to see the sunset from there. And then we drove in darkness for the rest of the way, <laughs> which was fun. Um, but yeah, I I really like I think there's a lot to do in Montenegro. Um I can't really remember too much about the food. So I don't want to like talk up the food or talk down the food, but it, I can't really remember it. But the views are amazing. It's a really beautiful place. Um I I mean, I would go back again and I'd want to see more because I didn't get to see a lot and maybe do like a boat thing because um, who doesn't like being on boats? I guess people who get seasick, but... Um, people who can't swim. Me. Does that stop you from being on a boat though? I mean, I get kind of anxious depending on the size of the boat. Okay. Like when I was on the kayak, I was like freaking out. Okay. Yeah. Because that makes sense. But a bigger boat, I'm kind of okay. Well, Titanic sunk. I mean, I'm always very aware. <laughs> I'm always very aware. Mm-hmm. I always say we're going to teach you how to swim. Um, we don't. We don't. But it's okay. I feel like we've... we've it's been, too late it's for it's me. It's not too late. Actually, it's not. John Legend is barely learning how to swim. And he's 40. <laughs> he's barely learning how to swim. Uh, uh, I shouldn't laugh. I just think that's... Funny. His dad learned how to swim at 60. Oh. So if I learn at 32, <laughs> then then you're good? Yeah. Okay. So anything left unsaid about Montenegro? Um, I think that everyone should go. And it's, I think, well... I kind of went more as a backpacker, right? So I, I felt like it was very backpacker friendly, um, affordable, lots to do. But I could totally see myself going back and like, you know, having a more comfortable experience, I guess. Yeah. Um, would you still go in the summertime or would you go like in the winter to see how it is or maybe in the springtime? I would not go in the winter. Too maybe cold. the spring. Okay. Um, it was just so hot. It was, it was really hot. The, the heat didn't bother me. Um, but like, I, I feel like I've already seen some of it in the summer, so I could, I could see it. When, Why wouldn't you go in the winter time? Um, because no. yeah, I don't want to freeze my ass off. There's certain places like, I just don't think, well, when I think of Montenegro, I don't think of, uh, let's go skiing. Let's like, I, I guess cause I've experienced I don't know. That is a good question because I'm going to go back to Finland and it's going to be winter. But I think my main reason 
for being there in the winter is I want to see the Northern Lights. I I think I Montenegro for you. Yeah, there's nothing appealing for me in the winter in Montenegro. What if we find something out? Um, if we found something out, then I'd be on board. But I'm not a skier. Like I don't do any snow sports. Yeah, I throw snowballs and babbling. Probably, yeah. I actually, yeah, I do because I don't like. You know, someone will get me, and then I'm like, ah, like let falls me falls apart. Yeah, it just falls apart midair, and I'm like damn it, I should have spent more time packing it, like, more tight. And, yeah. yeah, no. Okay. But um, that is Montenegro in a nutshell, people. I hope you enjoyed it. And send us a postcard if you go. Yes. Um, Kiss so much fun. Basil. Basil? Basil. Basil. Uh, oh. Is that your Montenegrin accent? No, there's an E at the end of it. Oh, is it? Oh. Well, I don't know how to pronounce it with the E, so that's uh, my take on it. All right. I like it. Okay. Well, that's our episode for today. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You can check us out on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye, everyone.